0: this week on the steam machine podcast well boys it's been a long night out there on the range it's been a long two weeks but we finally got them all wrangled up got them trained got them fighting and we got ourselves a trophy winner but all that and more this week when we talk about ranching some monsters here at tsmp farms cue the music Everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the steam machine podcast my name is dalton and joining me as always are my good buddies the destructo bros yo it's nate howdy it's Willie. how you boys doing these past two weeks well reckon i just been playing a bunch of them video games uh,
1: doing that there ranching monsters ranching some monsters amongst <laughs> other things
2: People are going to get to this episode as their first episode, and they're going to f- just wonder what the hell is wrong with us. Oh, that. so many things.
1: <laughs> Don't you know, Just off the top, there's so many things wrong with us. But no, like this week, <laughs> I finally started our um, yearly game for the show, which is Persona mm. 5 Royal. Um, I'm not going to get too deep yeah. into it, because obviously we're going to be doing an episode on that, but about six hours in, and it's a video game. So that's pretty cool. Also uh, picked up... Like a Dragon Ishin, which I'm sure that it's just wonderful. It's honestly just playing Yakuza in early, early samurai times. Like, I don't know how you can beat it. And just the way that they implement, like, characters you know from the series as other characters from this other time frame. Like, you're playing as a guy named Ryoma, who is based on the Kiryu character model. And it just all works great. And I was very happy to see that in the game... They kept some things that you really needed from the Yakuza series. Number one being. Dame, 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 yo, dame, dame, yo. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. so good. I was so happy when I got to the old school karaoke bar. Cause obviously there's no karaoke machine, but you just singing on stage in front of a bar. It's just <laughs> wonderful. Made me extremely happy to see like, Yakuza is so good, guys. Like, I don't know what else to say about Yakuza. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I have a question. I... You guys have played this game, so I wanted to ask just one thing about the characters from me. So, Kiryu never kills anyone, but Liyama's literally got a freaking sword and seems to be solution at people. So, is the implication that Liyama's never killed anyone either, or...?
0: So, um, I can actually touch on this. So... Quickly, I got this game and then realized I didn't get paid this week, so I had to refund it. (laughs) But I will get it again so I can play more of it. But uh, from the little bit that I played, there is a scene where some dudes are like, Oh, fuck you. And they pull out their samurai swords and uh, you guys have a sword fight. And then after it's over, I'm like, surely there's going to be four dead motherfuckers laying here after this fight is done. And no, in the cutscene, they're laying on the ground and the one guy's crouched over, kind of huffing, holding his stomach like normal (laughs) Yakuza. And they're just like, "Nice." what the fuck, or whatever, you know, they do whatever they say, and I'm just like, okay. Okay. So this is another, I don't think he kills people, but
1: I, I don't know. I agree with that, but come on, we can't really sit here and talk about Ryoma having a sword and not killing people being a big deal when Kiryu literally shoots helicopters out of the sky. That's <laughs> true. That's that very this true. This
2: is serious tradition. But um, what I'm liking
1: yeah. about it is there's four fighting styles in this game, you know, kind of like how you're Ooh. used to having... Um, Oh, gosh might have trouble remembering the names of like brawler dragon brawler russian thank beast thank you very good wow that was impressive yeah. this one 10 points to Griffin. <laughs> i don't i'm a re- or i'm a I, beast. <laughs> and i'm gonna have trouble remembering the names in this game too so suck it there's the punchy mode where you're just going fists a blazing there's the sword mode there's the gun mode where you just shoot people <laughs> <laughs> and yes, you have a gun in this game, and I still don't think Kiryu's killing... me. I mean, Ryoma, sorry, is killing people. And then the f- fourth mode is sword and gun at the same time mode. <laughs> that one's called oh, that Wild
0: sure. Rose or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some, wild, like, wild something, Rose yeah. Slinger. It, yeah wild dancer
1: but, something like that maybe yeah, yeah. but uh really fun it, it's really fun so like with that like you know how like in the aca's game you're pressing the x button for your standard attacks in that mode he's mm. swinging his sword you hit the y button he just pulls the pistols pow <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool that and bad. i have oh, go ahead. i was saying ammo is not an issue in this game
0: also wise. It's always so nice. When it's like, <clears throat> when you have games like that where the weapon, the weapon, you're like your gun is kind of just a side thought, having it have unlimited ammo is a good decision, yeah. in my opinion. Mm. Or, uh, like in Tomb Raider, your pistols, at least in the older Tomb Raider games, your two d- dual pistols always have infinite ammo, but your other guns have yeah. ammo that you have to find. But you always have that to rely on, old yeah. reliables. Um, two things about Ishan real quick. Um, one, I loved... The the only mini game I got to do so far was the wood chopping. Yeah, and I had I don't know why I had a blast with it was it. it was fun so simple it was but, stupid fun for no good reason. Yeah, and then without giving too much away, when you were going to meet the the brother, it was not who I thought it was going to be. No, <laughs> they, they aged him down. I feel like
1: and it works, but I'm like I don't know that I can trust you because of who your character model
0: is. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was totally expecting. Like the brother to be the, the brother. And no, so they right. totally were like, nah.
1: nah. Not, yeah, totally it, not it's not so early in the game, I don't really consider it a spoiler. It's Shibusawa from Yakuza Zero. Interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. You go in there and it's fucking Shibusawa is your brother. And I was like, really? I, was, well, I can't wait
2: until Pocket Fighter shows up and you guys get to tell me about his exploits.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So yeah, like that game's What's been up? great. Um, just a couple other notes that I have was like, been doing a good job of hitting the gym up lately and i've added another video game in vr to the mix to kind of help with my cardio stuff it's a game called ragnarok basically it's a game where you're like you have like you're piloting essentially a viking ship And you have four drums in front of you and cymbals to the side. And it's a rhythm game where it plays like folk metal music. And you have to hit the drums along with it. Like the cymbals, you can activate like essentially your guitar hero streak combo. It's just a really good time. Like I played it a while ago and I don't know if it received a patch or something that made it work better. Because I kind of had a bad time with it when I first started playing it. But since i started playing it again it's been working a hell of a lot better and i've been having a blast with it so i recommend it
0: (laughs) are there any good boxing games for the oculus
1: yeah there's supposed Uh to be there's one called thrill of the fight that i bought but then realized that i usually do vr in this room i don't have enough space in this room to play that game
0: yeah you accidentally throw a fist through the fucking drywall
1: yeah (laughs) because like you're supposed to like make a um boundary with your vr system and it's supposed to be at least six foot by six foot for that game.
0: Okay.
2: I remember Dave from TED Talk said some really good stuff about Thrill of the Fight that he thought it was also a really good workout in addition to a yeah. fun game.
1: Like, I think that's yeah, I I felt- what I love about VR is finding the games that are a good workout and fun to do at the same time. Like, obviously, I played a ton of Beat Saber and now Ragnarok's been great. Hmm. I've tried some other things in VR. I just haven't found that as satisfying as i'd hoped like i got the skyrim vr and i played it for a couple minutes and it just, it just didn't stick with me
0: how how far did you get in the skyrim vr i'm curious because i had the same experience i touched the stones after point. Point. the okay yeah okay so you see yeah i was not very interested until i got the white run and i walked into dragon's reach for the first time and i looked up yeah and i went holy shit, this building is way fucking bigger than I thought it was.
1: Yeah, I'll have to give it like another something. shot. It just hasn't been... I don't know, I wouldn't have been wanting to just casual game, putting on
0: the VR headset hasn't been what I've wanted to do. I don't know how up for this you would be. I don't know if the VR version of Skyrim has console commands, but if it did, you could put in God Mode, which is just TGM, <laughs> and then just go explore. Yeah. And, like, just go look at st- stuff that you think Find a fucking waterfall you think's cool and chill there and look at it for a minute and just, <laughs> you know... It's just an yeah. idea.
1: I'd love to try out No Man's Sky in VR, though. Like, I haven't gotten around to that yet. But I just worry Bro. that it's going to be hard on my Oculus. <laughs> you know what
0: I mean? <laughs> Let me tell you, the PSVR 1 struggled a little bit with No Man's Sky, right? It worked relatively well. It's just the resolution wasn't great. Yeah. But getting in your ship and pulling up and flying through the atmosphere into space, I can't even describe to you how fucking cool that <laughs> is. <laughs> Like, and then you're just, you're in space and you're looking around in your ship and you're just like, oh, I can go to any of those planets that I'm looking at if I want. Or I can just warp real quick and go to another galaxy and try to find another planet. Like, it's so cool. Yeah. And doing it in VR. Oh, mwah, chef's kiss. Nice. Though, so, it might, it might uh be a game where you play it for like an hour and then let your Oculus rest for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what you boys been up to? Because
1: I've I just been doing nerd stuff. <laughs> what you will, what you been up to?
0: I'm kind of having a bit
2: of a frustration with the Uber Eats people right now because I um, don't have the ability. So I, my driver's license, uh, I needed to put in for renewal. And I didn't realize that in the state of Kentucky, they can only mail it to you. Like there are no other options. If you do it online, it's a, uh, email, or a physical mail three, two to three weeks. If you do it through uh, mail order, it's a physical. It, you got to wait through mail two to three weeks if you go to the office and do it you got to wait through mail two to three weeks and they couldn't send me anything temporary that i could use to um basically prove that i am still licensed to the satisfaction of the people at uber so i'm just kind of stuck not being able to do anything with them for the next well i guess two weeks or so until my permanent license arrives yeah it sucks sucks.
0: is there any other uh like service that you could work for? Is it kind of like a ex- exclusivity type thing where you can only work for Uber?
2: Uh, no one would know if they don't take that as a document by the time I could even get whatever I have approved by someone else, it would take too long. Okay. Like,
0: okay. yeah. Well, hail. Yeah.
2: So just, just, just a big frustration, you know? just something that's been agitating me for a while. I'm trying not to let it get me down too much, but it is kind of a bummer to not be able to work at all. Yeah, that sucks. And I feel like I'm blaming myself because I didn't realize that it would take three weeks to get my license re- renewed. Who would think that it that, that makes it would. no That's sense. crazy. No, I would think there would be a bridge document they could at least hand you or something, you yeah. know?
0: That's strange to me because at least here. <clears throat> now, granted, I live in a small town and the DMV is not exactly always packed like it is in some of the bigger areas. But like I walked into the DMV and was like, I need to do license, and they were like, okay, and they ran me through the whole process, and I left there with my new license. So
2: yeah, uh, that's how I expected it to be as well. That's why I did it online because I saw it was you know about the same length of time. I figured they'd give they would send me something temporary I could print off, but no, the only thing they sent me was uh basically no better than a receipt, and the people at Uber support weren't uh, able to accept it as a license because it's not really one. No. It's a printed document instead of a you know official whatever
1: um sucks and i'm it's annoying yeah but at least we've been having fun playing some fighting games lately that is true you want to talk about fighting yeah, games? man because like we started uh playing <clears throat> three fighting games again lately with each other um mm-hmm. king of fighters 2002 unlimited match which there is an episode on and i recommend yeah! you go back and listen to <laughs>
2: You weren't on that one, but you were instrumental in putting that one together because I was playing games with you to get some uh, info for the show.
1: And then um, Street Fighter V and Guilty Gear Strive. And
2: so these are all games that are still being pretty actively played by people like you can go online and get a match right now.
1: Yeah. And it's funny because like I feel like I'm so decent at Street Fighter compared to the other two. It's just like. I know my inputs. I know how to basically approach a neutral in Street Fighter Five and all that kind of stuff. And then me and Willie start playing King of Fighters 2002 Ultimate Match, and he just destroys me. <laughs> it
2: was pretty hilarious. Like that's the one game that after we played Nate, I suddenly saw Nate is Nate is on King of Fighters Ultimate Match playing practice mode. <laughs>
1: Well <laughs> oh, yeah because like that's a game that has like a lot of achievements that i thought i would never be able to do so i just decided to practice my iori combos and then i went into the endless mode and there's an achievement for beating 10 characters in a row in endless and for beating 30 in a row in endless and i got both of them just from practicing and honestly being a little bit of a scumbag and using projectiles
0: <laughs> yeah you gotta do what you gotta do
2: Cheesing out CPUs is no crime. I don't think cheesing out humans is a crime, really. Uh, Just If someone can't beat it, then they didn't deserve yeah. to beat it.
0: Cheesing SNK enemies is completely okay because they will cheat. Yeah, if them. anything, it it's a moral good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a quick question for you guys. Yeah. So you said you've been playing King of Fighters 2002 Unlimited Match, mm-hmm. Street Fighter V, and uh, Guilty Gear Strive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't help but notice that there are three of those. So I'm curious. Give me a fuck. Give me a marriage. Give me a kill. <laughs> oh, the three tough. fighting games that you have been playing. I knew it'd be tough. That's why that I'm is asking. mean. I asked the tough questions. That is mean. <laughs>
2: do, do you want me to go first on this one? Because usually we make Nathan answer things yeah, first. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> All right, I have a pretty immediate. Um... I really do think that there's a good chance that unless I get into another King of Fighters game, there's a good chance I'll be playing King of Fighters 2002 Unlimited Match off and on for at least five or ten years. So I'm going to put that as my merry. I've never played the series before now, and it's giving me the exact short-term attractive fling I wanted, so Guilty Gear Strive is going to be my fuck. And then I guess I'll kill Street Fighter V because 6 is coming out sometime soon, so I'm going to have another (laughs) bait.
1: Look, he kills the one I beat him consistently at. That makes sense, right?
2: (laughs) You were beating me pretty consistently at Guilty Gear at first, too.
1: That is really, really difficult, because I guess I'm going to have to agree with the fuck on this one, because Guilty Gear Strive is just that one that's kind of grabbed the attention right now. It's the new hot thing for me. It's Mm. just like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) The other two puts Mm -mm. me in a really difficult position, because those two are both, like, Two of my favorite fighting game series of all time. Uh, and I love characters out of both of them. But it would feel like a travesty to not marry Street Fighter V because of Chun-Li. And then I'm sadly going to have to kill a great game. Isn't King of Fighters 2 Unlimited Match? And like, I feel really bad about that. Yeah, you got to kill Mai, <laughs> yeah, too. I
0: know, no, no. Um, Rip
1: Iori. I know, that's, that's painful. Because Iori like, might be my favorite fighting game character. <laughs>
2: You guys were just getting the second base practice. <laughs> it,
0: if I had to do the three, I have to say I, I think my my answer would mirror Wooly's because um, hmm. I love King of Fighters that specific game. Like yeah. that game got me refreshed my love for fighting games. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, and then uh, Street Fighter Five. Could... Oh, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, both of us, me and Nathan, had bounced off of traditional fighting games. for and had mostly been playing platforming fighters for a while now, like ever since Smash Ultimate came out for the Switch. That's been that, Brawlhalla, um, a little bit of multiverses, hell, even Brawlout to a lesser extent. Like, we pl- we've been mostly playing platform fighters, and the joy of traditional fighters came, kind of came back to me, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and then Street Fighter, like, I bought Street Fighter Five. I don't remember why I bought it, but I bought it probably to play with you guys. And I've loaded it up and played it a few times. I am not good at it. <laughs> like, I'm it's not easy. I now. also want to point
1: out the loading on that game is atrocious. It takes so mm-hmm. long to get into anything in that game. Like you yeah. load the game up. You're going to be sitting
0: there for 10 minutes waiting for that game to load up. Even yeah. on my solid state, it takes forever. Yeah, it's, it's fucking. Yeah. It's not optimized well as far as menus and stuff go. Yeah, because yeah. once you're in the match, there's not a lot of lag or anything. Like that part works fine. It's getting there that takes. Yeah, it takes. Yeah, years. agreed.
2: Uh, all, three, all three, games are you know fantastically functional. They have great. I think presentation. I think they have great gameplay. I think they're very deep games that I have a lot of fun learning. But I still think. Of those three, I mean, I feel like, I think Guilty Gear would be the one that paid off the most if I actually wanted to really learn it, but I think King of Fighters is the one I'm most likely yeah. to.
1: My only issue with King of Fighters is, like, I know a f- very few of the characters very well. Like, you know, I can do well with mm. Iori, I can do well with Terry and Athena, and there's probably a couple others that I can select and do decent with, but there are so many of those characters I do not know their input commands for at all.
2: But yeah. well, that's the other thing, though. Even though it's a huge roster, I mean, it's not like Smash Brothers, where every character plays their own yeah. game when you're fighting against them. So really, all you need is three characters that are your main team and a couple pockets. Yeah. Like, I don't know exactly how pocketing works in this game because I think that like some characters are recognized as being good front men and some are good anchors or whatever. But yeah.
1: but I just yeah, you know, but I just like to know how to play everybody like Street Fighter 2, You know,
0: you
2: can yeah, do- <laughs> I get it. We did. We did this when we played Capcom and SNK 2 All the time, we would just, we would. It almost felt like a point of honor that we would pick one character we were really good at, and then two characters that we were just like having fun yeah. with.
0: Yeah, I, I will say that you know since King of Fighters, I've gone and played you know some of the m- newer Mortal Kombat games. I played Tekken Seven, mm. and I've just, I just, and I hell fuck, I bought King of Fighters fifteen. Oh, did you? And I, I. I I think I did. I mean, let me check. Uh, I think it's either on Steam or GOG. Yeah. I, Uno momento por favor. I'm planning
1: on buying that fairly soon. If it goes on sale again, anytime soon, I'm probably going to pick up King of Fighters 15 just because it looks great.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, no, I'll install it later so it doesn't fuck with the call, but yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, I, of course, I'm going to miss that perfect SNK pixel art, you know, that they just, it was insanely good. And not, nothing like that has ever been made. Nothing will ever again. But the fact that the game was able to move into 3D graphics during the Playmore era without it looking, you know, really garbage. Like, I think it it immediately aged a lot better than, say, Street Fighter or EX.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, of course, I'm going to be the one that, that points this out. And once you hear what I say, you'll know why I say that. I'm playing as Vanessa in King of Fighters 15, and the only thing that I can't notice is like, damn, they made her feet look weird. Like they're like big and <laughs> weird, and I'm like, it's just so strange to me because she did like that not she didn't come off to me that way in the older games, but it, you know, it is what it is. But dude, she's still just that boxing, getting in there and just throwing those hammers, but uh, still just as fucking hard. D- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I still can't believe that I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna pick this shit because she's a boxer. And then when we were looking, I think it was like when we were doing the episode or maybe even afterwards, we looked up, what's the hardest character to use? And I think Vanessa might have been number one. And it was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> of
2: oh, we, we talked about it on the episode. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> of course, I fucking made it as hard as possible on myself. <laughs> but I really like that character. Yeah. You know, yeah. So for sure. It was rewarding to learn her because when I finally uh, I wonder if that VOD the moment is still on Twitch. Where I finally beat mm. Krizalit and was just like, <gasps> <Yeah! laughs> I just fucking flipped out. But yeah, dude, it's good shit. Hell yeah. Good shit. Mm. Anything else you've been up to, bud? I'm good. No? What you been up all to, right, bud? Let me think about, I have <clears throat> been all over the place. So I've been working. There's been a lot of work drama going on. If you want to hear about that, you can tune in to the app spot. I'm not going to bug yeah. you about it here. Sounds but,
2: incredibly um, exhausting on a physical and yeah. emotional level.
0: Yeah, that, and then there's been some personal stuff going on that's also been, like, having its toll on me. So, as my brother put it today, my brother my brother called me, and we ended up talking on the phone for, like, an hour, which is, like, the first time maybe ever in our lives that we've had a phone call that long. And uh, he was like, I want to see you get some wins, man. He goes, I feel like you deserve some wins, because I feel like life's really just been kicking you in the nuts a lot lately. <laughs> and I went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like, bro. <clears throat> but it was good to talk to him, and he's going to, like get with me and try to help help me start, like, uh, budgeting properly. And he's gonna and he's like, I'm going to set you up with, like, Google spreadsheets. He goes, because that's just what I know how to use, because he fucking works at Google, so of course he knows how to use yeah. that. <laughs> and uh, help me do that. And he's he said, like, he really wants to try to help me get out of the situation that I'm in. Yeah. You know, so I appreciate good. that yeah. very much. I, he listens sometimes. So, Chris, if you're listening, I do appreciate that very much. Um, Thanks, Chris.
2: We appreciate you doing what you can for our man. Yeah,
0: yeah. Chris is a good guy, man. He's a good guy. Um, other than that, let's see. What have I been playing? I've been playing all kinds of stuff. I resubbed the Final Fantasy fourteen, um, <laughs> 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 just for just just for some like dopamine blasts of getting on my mounts and flying around the pretty areas and doing crafting. I could really give a fuck if I actually like get max level again and stuff, but um, I really find it relaxing to just log in. Roll the joint, fire it up, and just do some gathering. Like go around, do some mining or something. You know, Mm it kind of relaxes me after like a long day. So I was like, I need a month of this at least. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, So I did that. Um, Like I said, I I got Ishan and played a little bit of that, but ended up having to uh, return it. But I'll get it again because I need to play that game. That is that is a must. I played enough. I played fifty six minutes of it, and I'm like, dude, I am buying that motherfucker. But um, so. Other than that, I've played a little more Hogwarts Legacy. Still think that that game is absolutely fantastic. Um, I really one of the things that I appreciate about it, and I might have mentioned this last episode, but I'm going to mention it again, um, is that there are slight references to the books. Like, there's a professor whose last name is Weasley, right? <clears throat> but because it takes place in the 1800s, they almost do not reference like, like Harry Potter is not mentioned. Yeah, none of those characters are okay. mentioned. It's like they they took it and they did their own thing with it. But they just used the castle and the the world space as kind of their what they were doing. And man, you know, it's just it's been a it's been a really good time. Just exploring the castle, going to all the nooks and crannies, finding all the little hidden secret passages and stuff like that. It's just fucking cool for a, a nerd who grew up reading those books. Um,
2: yeah, that sounds like the kind of feeling you get when you get like find a Minecraft recreation of like the entirety of the Lord of the Rings or
0: whatever. <laughs> oh my God! I'm glad you brought that up. <clears throat> Really? Yes, I actually am. Um, And then I want to touch on the other game that I've been playing. But first, I one time loaded in to that Minecraft server.
2: Oh, nice. Where
0: it was the entire recreation of Middle Earth. And in order to get in, you have to answer questions about the books in Middle Earth and things. And if you don't get them right, you cannot (laughs) proceed. Huh. And I couldn't for the fucking life of me figure out the answers to some of these questions. Like... And I don't remember why I didn't try to Google them or anything, but like the little area that you're in with them. And you guys know how I am sometimes where it's like, for some reason, some games will just fuck with me and make me nauseous. Yeah. This Mm. particular Minecraft area. I don't know if it's because I was going up and down these steps that were in there over and over and over, but I just started getting nauseous and I'm like, okay, I can't even figure out how to get out of this beginning fucking cave and I'm getting sick to my stomach. Fuck this. I'll come back and do it another time. And that was like two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I still really would like to check that out. (laughs) I think that would be really cool, you know? And if there's like a Minecraft recreation of Hogwarts, fuck, I would love to check that out too. Yeah. I like yeah, things that people do in Minecraft blow my mind, even though Minecraft is not a game that I'm going to go out of my way to build something like that myself. I appreciate the the things that people put, like my, my niece one time, this was like 10 years ago, sent, God, Minecraft's been around a long time, hasn't yep. it? Yep. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. So like, it was like 10 years ago, my niece sends me this video that she's like, look what I did in Minecraft. And I'm looking at this thing and I can't tell what the fuck it is. It's just huge. And then she flies off in the other direction for like a long way and then turns around and it's a giant ass Pikachu. <laughs> Aww. And I was like, well, that's cool. How the fuck? <laughs> like, how, how did you scale that and do it? Like, did you just like build some of it and then fly away to make sure it looks okay and then come back? Like, that's t- that's tedious. People are wild on that's that game.
2: Like, the people that are... Yeah, yeah there's some real, like, I mean, it's like Lego builders, but, like, digital.
0: When everything surrounding you is digital. That was for Kana. Um, the... Digimon, digital monsters, <laughs> Digimon are, are the, the champions.
2: champions. That was for nobody in particular.
0: That was for nowhere man. He's
1: a real, real man. nowhere man.
0: Um, and the other game that I I've been playing. that up. The other game that I've been playing is Elden Ring. Herb. Nice. I got Elden Ring.
2: Well, we watched and, uh, you stream it a bit for the Discord, and <laughs> immediately you had some fun with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I died a lot. <laughs> I died a lot. Um, After I got off that with you boys, I was like, well, you know, I think I'm going to play for maybe like another hour and then <laughs> go to bed. And like you guys were doing the fighting game thing, and I wasn't like feeling super social anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but I ended up playing Elden Ring for like a long ass time <laughs> after that. <laughs> And, and what I kept doing was like, you know that that beginning area where there was like that in, that first encampment where all those dudes were at, and then it was like the one hard guy with the big shield? Yeah. yeah. I farmed that area, killing them, running back, sitting at the site of grace, so they respawn, go back, kill them again, over and over and over until I was like level 50-something.
2: <laughs> of course, you managed to turn Elden Ring into Cookie Clicker.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I turned it into Grindfest 2.0. And- I uh, I was able to then go back to that one boss and summon that dude in, mm. and we fucked that boss up.
2: Nice, so congrats. Now,
0: that being said, I also have beaten Godric, who is the, the big main first boss that you get to before the game opens up, and they're like, hey, here's actually the game. Like, that big area you were exploring, now nah, it's just the beginning area. Here's the rest of it. Godric took me summoning in two people, And using every potion I had and eventually, like, hiding in a corner while the other two fucking killed him. (laughs) (laughs) But I survived. I was almost dead, but I survived and got through it. And now I'm in the rest of the game. So next time I stream it, it's going to be, like, a lot more of an open area experience. And you can start really seeing some grotesque-ass monsters. Nice. Hell yeah. Let me tell you. Like, I'll tell you this one area I walked up on. There were just giant lobsters everywhere. And some of them were laying on their sides and sleeping. And I don't know if you've ever seen a lobster that's carrying eggs, but it's not a pleasant thing to look at. And these are just giant fucking lobsters when they're laying on their sides and underneath them are just these mass cluster of these fucking eggs. And I'm just like, <laughs> fuck, fuck you, George R. R. Martin. Why did you fucking think of things like this? Why? Is, what is wrong with you? Like craps. disgusting creatures. There's a fucking main boss in the game that you have to deal with, and he is called the Dung Eater.
2: <laughs> the loathsome Dung
0: Eater, the loathsome I believe. Dung Eater, and it's like, damn. But I look forward to it. Listen, I don't know what it is. I used to fucking hate games that were that hard. Mm. But from software knows how to make it hard, but you don't feel like it's not being fair, unless. There are instances where I'm like, okay, I shouldn't have died there. But more often than not, I'm like, ow, that was a dumb mistake on my part.
2: I feel like the thing about FromSoft games, it also gives you that feeling that you should be allowed to fight back as hard as you can against the enemies. Like we were saying earlier about cheesing SNK fights and stuff. Like, if you find something that you've just tricked an idiot into falling for, absolutely roll with it, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude, if you can... If you can convince a giant ass enemy to wander its way off the side of the mountain and kill itself, and you get all those souls for free, absolutely do it. Use the environment against them, damn it. <laughs> yep. Try uh, to think real quick. Let me go to my home screen real quick. here on Steam. See if there's anything else that jumps out to me in my recently played that I would want to talk about. Um, loaded up WWE 2K Battlegrounds. It's all right. <laughs> it's a very it's very arcade Yeah. Very oh. arcady. but uh. Something about the animation style just works though, with the style of gameplay it has, and the the hits feel meaty. I don't know how to describe it, like Batman level meaty. When you hit somebody's like, blah, blah. but then I also like threw a clothesline at a dude, and he kind of just fell over, and it there was no impact, barely at all. So <laughs> it, you get what you get. Um, played some Civ two or Civ two, Jesus, Civ six. Been playing some Civ six. Um, started uh, using one of the one of the ancient. It's like samurai style guys because that's what I wanted. Of course, you guys know me. I love samurai, and their special unit was samurai. So I'm like, yep, taking that one. Yep. And I have founded a religion called Waifuism. <laughs> and it is oh, uh, so you can pick your religion name in
2: samurai or in uh, samurai. <laughs> yes, in samurai <laughs> Civilization
0: Six. six. <laughs> yeah, you can samurai uh, showdown six. Basically, you can like find a pantheon. You can found a pantheon, but then you need a great prophet and you can use the great prophet um. and found the religion and then you can name the religion so like there are ones that you like. you can choose catholicism or buddhism or any of those but then there's also one that says custom cool and that's what i did so i have waifuism and it's slowly spreading across the. World. <laughs> so far i've run into the leader of korea um genghis khan and the leader of ireland and like that's it but there's a bunch cool, cool. more. How many? How many
2: uh, civs do you have in your current game? Uh, I think it's
0: sixteen. I'm gonna be an eighteen.
2: Wow, that's I'm on the biggest okay. Map. So you're going for a big game, yeah, then? Yeah,
0: seven hundred and fifty turns, buddy. Wow.
2: Oh my god. Yeah. You think you're gonna get to space? What are you gonna try to do?
0: I might try to get to space. I always like trying to win with um like cultural stuff. Oh yeah. But then like scientific wins not bad. Or sometimes I just go full war and take the fucking world over. Just depends. I could like you. the
2: idea. I don't know if this if six has it, but I remember five had the United Nations win, where everyone else just votes that you won okay. the game, which is kind of <laughs> hilarious to me.
0: I I believe that one of the one of the DLCs for Civ Six that I got added like a World Council type thing. So yeah, I believe that that might be like a United Nations style. I do know um, like as far as ground people, like I only have like a handful of people around and some heroes because they've added heroes in the game now. So I had like Hercules for a while. And then when he died, I got the great work the story of Hercules. Oh, that's cool. Um,
2: also, I've always loved that about the Civ games, that, like, the civilizations and the heroes and stuff aren't necessarily tied to each other. So yeah. you end up with, like, uh, like I don't know, like, uh, the Catholic Aztec emperors or, like... Yeah, or
0: you can be in Germany you know, with Machu Picchu.
2: Yeah, you're George <laughs> Washington and you've just built the Eiffel <laughs> Tower.
0: Yeah. Um, I do have, I think, the biggest naval fleet, though. Cause from Japan, oh, That's always good to have Japan I'm just on that little island and then I have some Spread over into Asia But like I just have my islands Like surrounded by ships because I got tired of barbarians Nice <laughs> So you know I'm, I'm ready I'm ready for whenever people want to fucking You want to jump? Let's jump I'll swim. Oh you say that but Gandhi's coming <laughs> Oh god Gandhi <laughs> I, like, I like that that was a glitch and they just never fixed it They're like no we're going to leave Gandhi yeah. as being like He's perfectly fine until one day he just snaps And then he just starts nuking everybody <laughs> tremendous uh and yeah i believe that's it i've been playing a little persona as well but nate covered that it it is in fact a game (laughs) nate is finally getting to the point where it's actually becoming the game because how do i explain this The, the game being as long as it is it's got a long ass tutorial like or a quote tutorial it's like the introduction and once you get past that it really starts picking up with story beats and stuff but you're almost there. <laughs> you're you're, you're kind of getting there. You told me that it's kind of coming to yeah. a little bit. But. It was just a very slow oh. start for sure.
2: At least Nate told yeah. me he met some characters and stuff, okay. so that's
0: nice. And then uh, I have been playing one other game, but we'll touch on that at the end of this episode. Cool. All right, then, boys. Let's, you, know, you boys are ready to talk about some monster ranching? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, what? One last thing. What? One last thing. I got to show uh. you these things that I got. So I picked up some stuff. Okay. Okay, so I ordered some figures. I, okay. I got some figures in St. Augustine, and then I ordered some other ones because I was like, I want more. Because <laughs> they're cool. So, <laughs> oh, pardon my triple chin. All right. So, we, so first up, we have Ah, nice from The Witcher Three, Siri, and I believe that is her elder blood uh, look because her eyes are glowing white. Sweet, right? Then we have. Well, let me see if I can pronounce this. Eradin Brech Glass. <laughs> nice he's one of the he's one of the bad guys he's badass looking
2: yeah in case of emergency break glass <laughs> right
0: my only problem is that this is the one this is one of the ones i ordered online and it came like that uh, which is a bummer is. Yeah. so that that made it's me cr- be like well i guess i could just open these and set them up on a shelf because i don't think they'll ever be worth any money but they're mcfarland toys if anybody's interested and i i will post pictures of these in discord or unless i already have but um and then i got the you know of course Girl. Yeah. gotta, I have have girl. Girl. gotta have girl what are you doing
2: <laughs> you gotta have jerry, jerry rivera. rivera
0: and here's the one that's here's the one that's the standout because it's a different series geraldo
2: rivera
0: yeah i got the geraldo rivera uh circa 1984 with the biggest mustache you've ever seen <laughs> um this is the one that's from a different series but i love this character and i couldn't find the game version of him like the other ones are the game versions this is from this netflix show this is Yaskier. This is cool. the bard. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty. Um, in the games, he's called Dandelion because of a mistranslation back in the day from Polish to English. and They, nice. they just never changed it. So so they call him Dandelion in the games. Fucking Geralt would be like, have you seen Dandelion? <laughs> <laughs> it's just really funny. This super serious dude, and then you meet a bard, he's like, Oh, hello, Gerald, dandelion, <laughs> like, really, bro, <laughs> tremendous. Um, but yeah, all right, we played, uh, we ranched the monsters this week, boys. So it's time for the Odubs, or as we like to actually say, the obligatory Wikipedia bullshit. I did that backwards, it sure did. Buddy. So <clears throat> it works, stupid. Monster Rancher 2. Wow, that was
2: a very E-class performance there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, E-class, like my driver's license. (laughs) I think, I think, I don't know. (laughs) Monster Rancher 2, known in Japan as Monster Farm 2. And I was about to ask Willie about that. (laughs) Tremendous uh, is a 1999 PlayStation video game and the second installment in the Monster Rancher series. It is the first game in the Nintendo, or excuse me, is the first game in the franchise to be released in Europe and PAL regions, where it was published on October or in October of 2000 under the name Monster Rancher. So. It got published over in Europe and the PAL territories as just Monster Rancher. Not Monster Rancher 2, just Monster Rancher. So this is another Final Fantasy situation we got That's not confusing at all. (laughs) A port for the Nintendo Switch, iOS, and Android has been released in Japan on September 17th, 2020 and an updated version for iOS, Nintendo Switch, and Microsoft Windows via Steam was released worldwide on December 9th, 2021 as part of the compilation titled Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX along with monster rancher now if you're from europe that's monster rancher one not <laughs> not not the one that you're that we're currently talking about um interesting enough to me that you you called it when you were like and honestly like looking at the ui in the game you can tell that this game is made for touch yeah one thousand percent like it made me be like man i wish my fucking monitor was touchscreen that would make this real sweet but um <laughs> uh, yeah the way it's laid out there you can definitely tell that it was a port of a mobile friendly version of the mm-hmm. game but that being said uh i mean first first thoughts i thought this game not necessarily aged well graphics wise but ran better than i thought it would yeah like yeah. at least on fast forward but. <laughs>
1: yeah like there's a lot of things i think about this game in its new form on steam switch and wherever else it exists now there were some definite improvements that they made from the original, and I appreciated those. Like, the main one, like you mentioned, was the fast-forward mode, where you could basically play the game in two times speed, which helped. Oh, you think that's the main improvement to this version? Because I would say the
2: one thing that I thought was the most awesome is... so. In the original Monster Rancher, two, of course, you summon your monsters by putting your CDs in your PlayStation and waiting like 15 minutes for it to spin up a new character. And now you could just type a CD and they had a pretty comprehensive list of bands and artists and all of that from wide reaching genres. And I thought it did a really good job of still having that sense of discovery yeah. there to where I would be like, OK, do you have, I don't know, Fear of a Black Planet by Public Enemy, for instance, for some reason was the first album I tried to check out. And, yeah, it's on there. I could click that and see what monster it came up with. And I'm like, cool.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, I, I do want to talk about that. But before we dive deeper into that, Willie, I do have a question for you. Mm-hmm. As this was your host pick, what made you pick it? So what made me pick
2: this was... Basically, um, for one thing, when we were in the Simi Awards episode, we kind of discussed that we would kind of like to get to some monster racing games. I know you mentioned Coromon and Nexamon as possibilities, for instance. And I actually thought that it would be fun to jump on one of those immediately. So I've been kind of thinking about it since then. And I thought this would be a low stress game that all of us have some nostalgia for. And uh, as such, I was like, you know what? I, I feel like if I pick this, everyone's going to be happy. <laughs> we're all going to have a good time. We can all put as many or as few hours into it as we want and still end up having a good episode. So I was like, hey, you know, let's see how it holds up and see if we can pull off cool shit we never did when we were younger.
0: Okay. Now, my next question for you, since you picked this, and uh, so I'll start with you, is when you first loaded it up, you're getting into the game. You got your rose-colored glasses on because you're ready to like experience that nostalgia when you first got into it and you started playing first thoughts.
2: Um I mean again my very first thought was I was kind of impressed by the um the the sheer depth of the database in the, the shrine. shrine. Like I really thought it was going to not give me things because the first monster I picked I wanted to use the Gaboo I always used when I, as my first monster, which came from the Metal Gear Solid disc. And I'm like, ain't no way they're going to have another company's PlayStation 1 games in their database. <laughs> but lo and behold, yeah, I typed in Metal Gear Solid and that, you know, camouflage be- Gaboo came up. And I was like, cool. So I was immediately like, ready to go. And I don't know, it, then I heard the town music and, or before that even. And I don't know, the whole thing felt like a warm blanket immediately. Like I had a very positive feeling.
0: I can agree with that. Nate, what about you, bud?
1: Yeah, I can't say that my experience was much different. Like, obviously, me and Willie grew up together, and we played this game a lot together, raising monsters and just seeing what we could do. And
0: What? Y'all grew up together? No.
1: (laughs) And so, like he said, it was just like going back to somewhere we'd been before that we enjoyed a lot as kids, and just the nostalgia was real, and it felt wonderful to have that again.
2: So I guess I do think that we should all point out that we are definitely... This is going to be a nostalgia driven episode, so oh, yeah. we might actually want to explain mechanics and stuff I have as we a go plan just for so. when we get into it. Okay, great. Fantastic I figured you would. I figured you were kind of driving this episode even though I was the one that picked the game.
0: Okay, yeah. That was so, a good mute. I didn't hear that at all. My uh my first experience with it was like loaded it up. Now obviously I bought this before you guys did. Like I bought this a while back mm. and loaded it up. And started playing it. And in
2: fact, you got it for me for my birthday, too, because it was on my wish list, which is the other reason I picked this game. That's right. Because I kind of wanted to play it as soon as possible. So between that and the uh steamy episode, I was like, oh, man, wouldn't it be great if we all just had an excuse to play this old game?
0: Did I get that for you for your birthday or did Nate get that for you for your birthday? I think Nate did. Yeah.
2: You got it for me. probably. You're Sorry, <laughs> Nate. Dalton got me something for my birthday, too. I'm just, my memory sucks. Uh,
0: I think I got you, No Man's Sky.
2: Did you get me No Man's Sky? That would make sense, too.
0: Yeah, I think I did. I'll check that. Um,
2: if I have No Man's Sky, that's probably what happened.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So when I loaded it up, when I first got it, I was just like, oh, man, this just feels like a nice warm cup of tea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just mm, warm the belly. And then I started playing it. And I was like, fuck, I remember how hard this game <laughs> was. Yeah. Like, goddamn. And then uh, I put it down and didn't, you know, I picked up another new shiny toy and then another new shiny toy and then I just didn't play it again until you were like, "Hey, I want to pick this game for the show." Fuck yeah! Now here's here's the mistake that I think we made. I think we could have easily checked out Monster Rancher One as well and done both of them at one time, right? Because you're probably two is probably just an improvement on one. Yeah. So if we if we never play one, ladies and gentlemen, take everything that we say in this episode, have it, and that's probably how Monster Rancher (laughs) One is. But um, I just pl- getting into it again, and then like having you guys to talk to with about it, and being like, "Oh yeah, I'm trying this monster. You guys tried this monster. Oh man, look at this motherfucker that I just got." Which, by the way, I randomly got some serious abominations that we'll talk <laughs> about later. <laughs> oh, for sure. But uh, really, really uh, had a good time, a-, a better time with it this time than when I did when I first got it, and I I do think that's because of uh being able to chat with you guys and compare monsters and hear stories you know get war stories and streaming it that one night where we were all playing it and just chatting while we were playing it was super cool too so yeah i enjoyed it um so what do you have next up on the docket do you have a docket i don't want to interrupt the docket yeah i like the word docket
1: we can do some docking um but (laughs) no it's like so what i was thinking was i could go over a little bit of you know how the game operates and where we go from there. So when you get into the game, okay. like you're basically dropped off into the town, you have an assistant named blanking. Colt. Cult. Cult. Who's just this adorable little anime girl who follows you around and helps you do everything. Um, So the main way the game starts is you're in the town And you got to get your first monster Um, There's a few options on that front screen When you're in the town You can go to the shrine where you go to generate monsters You can go to the market where you can pick out A monster that's already existing And you can just take it home with you There's no cost to that There's a laboratory where you can Freeze monsters that you've had And pick up a new one You can only train one monster at a time In this video game Yeah
0: man i and for some reason i want to touch on that i remembered being able to have more than one and i guess i just was that was just stupid kid brain i guess i was just swapping monsters out all the Probably. time. Really
1: or you could just you could freeze quite yeah, a bunch you can of freeze, them. but, game, but then yeah. like you still can't do two at once you got to pick which one you want to train yeah right um I think those were the main options for Shrine Market and Lab. So you could either go to the Shrine and pick out your first monster. It gives you the option of there's two that are always there, and I think that might be Zoom and Mochi. And then there's a seasonal monster that rotates out. Um, so if you go at different times of the year in the game, you get different choice of monsters. Um, but
2: Mochi is the uh, the kind of mascot of the game, kind of. he, It's like this cute little pink puffball monster with a kind of weird, I, I don't know how to describe it, almost like spiny Scaly bat, yeah. head to back. Yeah. It's like a, a,
0: a duck gator.
1: Yeah, a duck.
2: Yeah. It's, a, it's a little adorable little chubby idiot. It is a duck gator for sure. Oh yeah, it is like a duck bill and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. and then Zoom is like this little dinosaur guy. It looks like a velociraptor. It's basically a velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then you can take your monster back to your ranch and start training it. Um, from there, like, there's a bunch of different things that you can train it on, and my dumbass didn't pull up the different stats in Monster Answer 2, so that's my bad. There are six,
2: there are six stats, it's, a uh, life, power, skill, speed, intelligence, and...
1: Defense. Greg. Yeah, life, power, intelligence, skill, speed, and defense. Um, There's different training activities that you can do that specifically impact one of them. There's, like, I think six training exercises, one for each um, different thing that you can train them. And there's four heavy training exercises that actually Mm. increases one at a higher rate, increases a secondary stat at a lower rate and decreases one stat at a lower rate. So there's a bunch of science that goes into trying to perfect your monster stats and really you need to decide which stats are important to you within these monsters that you want to raise up. Um, That's one of the options that you can do as a training each week. So there's four weeks in a month and you can do whatever you want to one thing each week. You can use an item also and do a thing, but there's really just a few things that you can do. Um, One is the training two is rest, three is enter a tournament, which is where the battling goes on and you get to fight your monsters. And the one kind of special one is a thing called an air entry where you send your monster on a month month long training regime that they come back from and have a possibility of learning a new technique, which is a new attack when you do that. So your goal is through your monster's lifespan to keep these monsters growing, get them as strong as you can and fight through the different ranks of tournaments. Um, There's
2: Um, I feel like I want to break in immediately and say the word lifespan you used is very important. Unlike Pokemon, you do not have a lifetime of time with these guys. Your monsters live somewhere between two and six game Mm -hmm. years.
1: And that's dependent on how you raise them. So there's, there's an important underlying stat line that isn't explicitly stated anywhere in the game. It's your monster's stress level, their tired level, and their. Actually, there's a few. Their loyalty, which you can impress by you know how you train your monster. If you praise it when it does a good job, or scold it when it does a bad job, um, and then there's also their fame, which. It's an interesting stat. If you win a tournament, you gain fame, and I think that what that does is increase your possibility of hitting critical moves in battle, like critical attacks. Yeah, hmm.
0: I I also think it might add to criticaling um, trainings because I felt like the higher my fame stat was, I was getting more of those. But that I could possibly I might have been being well rested, that more effective. Not exactly sure.
2: I also feel like that it, it tended to correlate with the age of my monster, too. So I couldn't tell if it was doing a better job of criticaling because it was older yeah. or because it was better in porn. That's minutes. also true. There's a, a lot of little interactions under the hood, and I couldn't tell you how all of them Yeah.
1: Worked. So some of the main things that I learned was just trying to make sure your monster never gets stressed out and never says it's tired. Because if you get those um, like dialogue boxes from Cult, that means you've already decreased your monster's life a little bit. So your Oh no shit. Yeah, so your main goal is to try to keep your monsters stress-free and rested. And train them, of course, and make them strong. Um the main goal of this game is there are official tournaments at the end of every three months that you can enter. Um from E class up to S class. So there's E D, C B, A, and S class. Um, you gain a trainer rank. You're trying to get to trainer rank number 10. You start off as number one. You get a trainer rank for each one of those official classes you win, and then there are four additional tournaments in the S rank that you can enter. And if you win those, you can get the last few ranks. Let me tell you, that was not easy, but we'll discuss that a little bit more. Yeah. But that's your main. It's the main layout of this game, is you have these weeks where you train your monster, you try to make them as strong as possible, keep them stress-free and rested, and... Just keep going and make your monsters strong and get up to S rank and
0: beat all the tournaments.
1: I think that's a pretty succinct yeah. way of defining what this game's all about.
0: Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I think you did a good job. Um, you did that better than I could. <laughs> <laughs> there would have been a lot of ums and us. Uh, so before we dive any deeper into like how we did in the, um, how we did in the tournaments and things like that, before we start talking about like our really good monsters, um, I've been going through our chat and posting pictures of some of the more ridiculous ones that we summoned and posting them in TSNP mm-hmm. show chat. Nice. Um, just in case we reference them. Cause I, like I was going to talk about some before, like I said, before we move on, um, I did, I posted a picture. Uh, Willie mentioned the one that he had that was like the metal gear based one. So I got a picture of that one up. Um, some of the other ones that I got that I found um, were a Moki or Mochi and he's in a tuxedo. Just fantastic. I love that guy. <laughs> and then there's also yeah. a Mochi who's just wearing some pants, and that's it. He's just got some pants on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember what what I did to get those, to be honest with you. Um, the one thing at the top, I don't know how to describe this other than it is a goddamn monstrosity. <laughs> it is like one of the pincer. Yeah, it's based on an arrowhead, which is kind of like arrowhead. a lobster-looking dude. But it's combined with like a sumo guy. So it looks... It's nightmare. It truly is is. that that face, that face watches you while you sleep at (laughs) night. Um, And then the other one, the one at the very bottom made me think of like Fraggle Rock band character. (laughs) Creepy looking little dude. I don't even know what the fuck he is, but he's got nipples. He does. He does. And Mm. he's in swim trunks and some goggles and he just looks ridiculous. Yeah. Um, But then there's this Swayzo. Now this Uh,
2: Suizo. Yes.
0: This Suizo looks exactly like the one that's on the covers, the yellow ass Suizo, big eyeball creature. Everybody knows when they think of Monster Rancher, it's the eyeball creature thing.
2: It was on the cover of Monster Rancher 2 and is one of the main characters in the Monster Rancher anime as well.
0: Yep. Now he, you get him by going into the data bank and typing in Monster Rancher. And you don't pick the one by Koi Tecmo, you pick Monster Rancher by Tecmo. It's just Tecmo. Hmm. And you get this Suezo. This Suezo has a lifespan of one day. (laughs) But it has a life stat of 999. A power stat of 387. A intelligence stat of 321. A skill stat of 355. A speed stat of 1. And a defense stat of 999. So if you're ever hard up on cash and you need to just like win a quick tournament to get some money... Uh, you can freeze your monster if you don't think it'll win the bracket that it's in. Load up this thing and go kick a D tournament's ass and get the money from it, and then you'll have a little bit in your bank. That's kind of like there's even
2: this, a little Lord of this. It it is the only man-made monster in Monster Rancher. It's kind of like the Mewtwo of this universe. Uh, really, I
0: didn't know that. But yeah, dude, he he helped me out a few times when I was low on cash and really needed some. Go and bust out a couple tournaments, summon a few of those, get a couple tournaments. I think that's the reason I eventually got the Ghost Stick. Oh, yeah. Is, is oh, nice. because so many of those guys died on my farm. Yeah.
1: So, what was everybody's um, first monster? The, the one they kind of like first started out with, were kind of learning what they were doing with it. What'd you guys start out with?
2: I you think did. I already said mine, but mine was the. Uh, the I don't remember the exact name of it, but, but it's a Gaboo slash question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, so, a Gaboo is basically, it looks like a Geodude for Pokemon if it was made out of pudding.
0: <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Like,
2: it's just a little squabbly, squishily dude that has two arms and nothing else. Two arms yeah. and a face and nothing else. And then the Metal Gear Solid one, I think, wears a bandana and mm-hmm. camouflage. And uh, the thing I always liked about using him first is that milk is his favorite food. So you only have to spend 50 gold
0: a m- uh, month to keep him happy. Hell yeah. The only thing better than that is when you luck out with one that loves potatoes.
2: Yeah. Which, for some reason, I misremembered him as loving potatoes, but it was yeah. milk, actually.
1: I got lucky in my first monster, Loved Potatoes. I got a Noble Ape, which Press. was an ape-type monster, which I'm sure you can kind of have a picture in your head already of what an ape-type monster looks like. It's just kind of a, a little yeah. gorilla dude that sits on his butt and likes to hit things. So He always sits down. Yeah. It's very cute. And his, the Noble Ape was crossed with a monster called a Gali, which is kind of like this mask and cape like it's a mask that looks like a sun with a cape but no body or anything else just this really cool looking dude and this guy was just like a white ape with a headdress on it i got him from an album by ghost so i named him yeah. rats because even kind of oh nice because he even kind of had the papa emeritus feel to him you know what i mean so like it was a very nice. good fun first monster which i didn't do super well with but was able to raise him up to i think a c rank and had fun with him and he made me a lot of money oh
2: yeah. yeah i think i got snake my gaboo that i don't know the full name of the species of but i think i got him up to b but he also was just like a fighty boy and i got him to get a bunch of money for me for cheap so i definitely was using him as the, the way to like seed mm-hmm. my future farm
0: i think uh my first one his name was Naganate, or as i called mm-hmm. him naganate and uh, he was a Naga shocker, <laughs> uh mixed mixed with wor- a worm.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Naga is kind of like just this, this little lizardy guy with two arms or whatever. Yeah,
1: and like kind of like a snail yeah. back side. It's really kind of odd. Nagas kind of like are
0: like, uh, like sea serpent people. Yeah, for the, like in in most uh, fantasy games, they, they look a little different in this one, but they're very much humanoid. Because it kind of tapers off into like just tail, yeah, and they slither, um he was all right, I got pretty far, I think I got a c rank with him uh before I froze him, and then I created uh a few different ones, trying to name them after Willie, and they all were super like wouldn't listen, cheated on everything, so I froze those guys <laughs> and ended up uh
2: they just had a d h d dude have some sympathy. <laughs>
0: What's interesting is I put in Zebrahead, the band Zebrahead, yeah. and it ended up giving me a Saurian, which is like the raptor looking guy, Um, but he had zebra stripes. Nice. And I was like, hell yeah. So I named him Zebes, and he was probably my best monster. I think I ended up getting to like B, B rank, and I was almost to A rank, and it was like almost time for him to die. He actually, I think he was the one that did die, but I had just saved, and then I loaded it and I was like, nah, dog, you're getting crazy. <laughs> Um Gave him the old wall, <laughs> and then I put po- I posted a picture of uh, Scribble Bob, not Scribble, Scribble Bob. Yeah, Scribble Bob. No, was it Scribble? Was yes. it Scribble Bob? It was Scribble Bob. Okay, it was Doodle Bob in the show. But yeah, Scribble Bob, and uh, that thing. It was so. How do you describe that? It's like these creatures that are sentient walls. Yeah, yeah
2: they're called monols. and the name monol, I give you a hint that it basically looks like a two thousand and one uh, monolith.
0: Yeah. And it just has uh some scribbles, some some drawings of these little characters like chalk zone on there. So um I just named it Scribble Bob because it reminded me of Doodle Bob from SpongeBob. <laughs> nice. Uh and I worked with that one. And then I think like I had some others that didn't, but none of them really like I didn't have a connection with any of my other monsters like I did Zee so. Yeah. Mm. Other than my big dog boy that was looked like the uh, he looked like the Oni. He was pretty badass and then my golem but my golem i quit playing while i was doing my golem yeah Uh, now which which monster nate i'm curious for you specifically which what kind of monster and like like what monster did you take all the way yeah let's go all the way (laughs) so
1: i had a kind of fun little thing going on with this like there were a few monsters i had that led up to that point but what i want to kind of touch on before i get into that a little bit is kind of how they're are monsters that you were not initially able to get in this game.
0: Oh right, yeah. Oh yeah. So for there, sure.
1: you are locked out of a ton of monster classes when you first load up this game, and there's a lot of weird and different ways that you would never figure out on your own. I feel like to unlock certain monsters, um, but like if you go to the shrine and you load a disc that you have that has a monster on, that you're not able to have, it's like I regret to tell you, but you're not. IMA certified to train this monster. Blah 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 saw that many yeah so there's a lot of different ways to unlock different new monsters that you haven't seen
2: yeah i think there are 26 different main species or something like that and i'm pretty sure when you start the game you can only raise like six to ten of them and what you can actually raise depends on the main species the body type because uh, a lot of the monsters in this game are body and subtype and the That's the cool thing is, like, in, I think Monster Rancher 4 was, like, body and region, but in this it's body and sub, so it's, like, fusions of two different kinds of monsters. So it would be, like, the body shape of a naga with the skin and face of a mochi, for instance.
1: Nice. Yeah, and so one of my main goals when we started playing this game is... I wanted to unlock a monster I had never unlocked before. I didn't really care too much which one. I just wanted to make sure that it happened. So on top of like all the other stuff we kind of discussed, there's also things called I think it's called expeditions that you occasionally get invited to go on. And there was this one particular one. I was like, you know what? I want to look up the possible things you can win for this and try to get an unlock here if it's possible so i looked it up and there was something called an old sheath that you could get there which is like an old sheath for a sword mm. and so i looked at this up and i was like okay if you get this then you'll get invited if you have a monster and b rank to a tournament to unlock a monster called a um a durahan and so i was like you know what i'm gonna try to get this and one thing, thing about these expeditions is you want to have a monster with an extremely high intelligence stat to find the items on these expeditions and i just so happened i'd been raising really smart monsters lately so the timing was really good for me so i went on the expedition i got the old sheath got invited to the tournament and i got invited to see a monster i'd never seen in this game before which was the durahan what basically this guy was was a um, living suit of armor and so, if you win the tournament, you're okay. then given this item called, um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's some kind of sword.
2: Ancient yeah, sword. that's probably right.
1: Okay. Ancient sword. And if you mix two monsters together with the ancient sword, you get to have your very own Durahan, which also unlocks it as something you can now get off CDs and stuff as well. So, I got super excited. I think I took two monsters from the market that I'd never trained and made my Durahan. And raised this guy up. And I loved him. I named him Centurion. And if I remember correctly, this guy got me up to A rank. And I think he was the first monster I ever um beat in an S-class tournament with. And I was just super stoked about everything about this guy. And I was like, came time to freeze him. I was really sad, but this is the furthest I'd ever gotten in the game. I've reached my goal and gotten this new monster. So I DM'd Willie. I was like, you know what? There's a monster I'm really curious that I want to raise that I've been thinking about for a while called an Arrowhead, which we talked about briefly earlier, which is uh, a lobster-looking guy. But I specifically wanted the kind that was uh, mixed with a golem, which is a big rock monster, which you would expect a golem yeah. to be. It's like Onyx. <laughs> <laughs> See, Nathan
2: didn't want a rock. He wanted a rock lobster. A rock lobster. da 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 And
1: so... <laughs> Willie sent me the CD that I could get him off of. And I was like, all right, sweet. So I forgot what I named this guy, but this guy was my ultimate badass. He learned this move that thought that could attack from far away, had extremely high accuracy, and was very powerful. So I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's raise this dude up. And he got me further into S-Class. But his time also was short, and I had to freeze him as well. So I made the decision to mix those two monsters, which had such a high success rate together, and create a new monster. I was like, you know what? I know what I want out of this because I felt like that if I worked hard enough, I could make an arrowhead win the game. So I was like, I'm going to reset this game until I get the monster I want. I want an arrowhead with a Durahan subclass. So I was like, I was prepared to reset a thousand times until I got it. First try. First try. He came to life for me, and I was like, hell yeah. Nice. Hell and yeah. the crazy thing is, this monster stat started out a lot higher than any monster i would ever had before. Like, he started with over 300 defense, which was just absolutely insane. Jesus. And I made a decision here and there that this guy had one purpose. He's going to win the game. <laughs>
2: this is the boy to win this, the major. This
1: field. guy is winning the entire game. He was a lobster with a like wearing armor basically and i love this dude he was like perfect monster everything i wanted so i just decided early on that my main goal with him make him live forever and gain a lot of stats so we barely fought any tournaments because i had raised a hell of a lot of money i just fought enough tournaments to get his fame up to 100 i had his loyalty maxed out And it is the first time I've ever maxed out any one single stat on a monster. His defense was 999 by the end of it. He also had over 900 power and super high skill. And skill is an important stat because what skill does for you is it makes your attacks more accurate. So I ran through all the major tournaments, got him up to S rank. And started on with the major four tournaments. I fought my first one. And I was like, no matter what, I'm winning the game here. This is a very difficult game, as Dalton had mentioned earlier. No matter how many yeah. times I have to reset after I lose one of these tournaments, I'm going to do it.
0: We, we save, save scum when we, we'll we do it. Dalton
1: can attest to it. He saw Nathan, He saw Turtle Bear
0: Man is now playing Monster Ranger 2. How many times as I was doing this? Oh, yeah, dude. I don't remember what I was playing. I might have been Hogwarts at the time or something, but like, yeah, every 10 minutes or so, Total Bear Man is (laughs) now playing Monster Rancher 2, and I was like, oh, I know what he's doing. Yeah, I was scumming my (laughs) way to the end. I didn't feel bad
1: about it because this game is rude as hell, and I finally pulled it off, and as soon as I did, I posted the credits on everywhere that is steam machine related in our host chat to Willie directly to the steam machine chat in the discord. Mm. I was just ecstatic because I didn't go into this thinking I was going to beat the game. My goal was to raise a new monster I'd never seen before, which I did with a Dura hand. And it was just such an incredible feeling. Cause there's these games from your childhood that you never beat, that you loved. And then you finally do it as an adult and you're like, yeah, there was no
0: way I was doing that when I was 15 years old. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was that way with Final Fantasy VIII. Like when I like getting through, like I I know we've talked about it before, but like just getting to Ultimacia's castle was like the end of the game for me because when I was a kid, I just I could not get through that fucking <laughs> castle. <laughs> so I completely can relate. And uh, I didn't beat this. I did. I did raise a few monsters that I had never seen before. Um, but you've got me kind of wanting to look up how to unlock these because there are certain. Monster species in the game that I would really like to try mm. to raise, like that one big whale-looking yeah. thing, that'd be tight. Yeah, you know, but I I don't know how to do that. And like my, I tried. You're talking about expeditions. Let me go ahead and talk about things that frustrated me. Okay, we've been real nice about this game. I got two things that really fucking frustrated me about this game that I want to get into real quick. One, the expeditions. You said it was much easier with the high intelligence, right? I didn't realize that. So, like, most of my Hmm. characters had intelligence that usually floated around 80 to, like, 140, somewhere around in there.
2: Out of a scale of 999. Yeah,
0: out of a scale of 999. Um, So, they would be, they would go in and they would, like, just go straight to somewhere where there was nothing and then come back. I'd send them back in and then
2: go straight to the same dead end. They would
0: go like all the way around the map and then end up the same dead end. And then go back all the way around the map and come back. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're just wasting. I to look at one time I looked at my mom. I'm like, this is the most frustrating guy. <laughs> I with a long time. Oh my yeah. God. Um,
2: I didn't know it was int-based until Nathan discovered this these last two weeks. Like, I genuinely didn't realize it until Nate's like, oh, I sent a smart monster in and he's actually getting yeah. things now. Like, I had a
1: super smart oh, Swayzo that I had trained at that point. Because, like, I went through a lot more monsters than I brought up. Like, I trained my first ghost ever to I didn't realize ghosts mm-hmm. didn't have anything it really bred with or combined with to make a new monster like it's pretty much its own thing so i was like kind of bummed when i actually finally got my ghost i was like oh this doesn't do anything cool for me
0: (laughs) yeah there's there's the regular ghost and then there's like a little ghost with a top hat i think those are the two ghost guys yeah it's kind of a bummer
1: but yeah like i completely agree like there's a lot in this game that it does not tell you and i think that's a sign of the time when it was created, which I do think is a big issue, but you know, it is what it is was what it was back then. Um, One thing I think is really helped me a lot in this game was what we mentioned earlier, the fast forward function. Um, I say after I played this game for about four hours, I just went straight and played the rest of the game in fast forward. Um, That being said, I beat the game and I stopped playing it after that. I just checked my steam time, how long I played this game for. I played this game for 26 hours before I beat the game. Um, extrapolate that. That is 52 hours if I had not played in fast-forward mode.
0: Like This game's brutal, and I don't feel bad about safe scumming it. <laughs> I, I, I would like to say that, uh, now, keep in mind, sometimes I would leave it on while I went to work and then come home, play a little on lunch break, and go yeah. back to work. Uh, my hours in Monster Ranchers right now sit at a 58. Wow. 8. And I, and I also play almost exclusively in fast forward so yeah I, I it's ridiculous dude that like this was a game that we're like nah we can play this for a little bit we'll do an episode on it and then all of us uh, we were just like oh let's just sink a ton of time into oh, this. I, <laughs> but it it drew yeah, us in hey, yeah know? exactly it drew me the hell in and it
1: won't, at some point I just decided you know I got a monster to S rank I was like yeah I can beat this game <laughs> and then I just could not stop yeah. like I thought I'd play this game for 10 hours and call it <laughs> nope <laughs>
2: the good news is because you were starting to get that far into the game all of a sudden i started getting that feeling back when we were kids and we were playing final fantasy games on the playstation you know handing off the controller from one to the other and i'm like oh i think we're about (laughs) to beat this game and i basically quit playing after seven hours And i think
1: that's completely fair because like you said like we played so many video games together i don't know that i ever honestly beat final fantasy 7 myself as a kid but i sure as hell beat that game with you you know what i mean (laughs)
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah exactly so like yeah
2: um, like, I was gonna say because you definitely did the, you did the lion's share work on 8 when we were mm-hmm, kids for damn yeah.
1: sure
2: like I definitely remember you were the one that got yeah. all of this for.
1: <laughs> so yeah like I, I, that's about all I really had to say about Monster Hunter now because like I think I told my stories of how I got what I got and all the new things I saw and how it was just thrilling to beat it do y'all have anything further you wanted to talk about in the game
0: yeah I, I have one more grab. yeah go for it I think it's fair to have gripes for this is, game. I genuinely do.
2: It, it, it's esoteric as hell. That's for damn sure.
0: The, sometimes in the battles, like when you were in a battle, it just felt like you were fighting an SNK boss <laughs> because it was like you, I'd go up and I'd hit him and I'd hit them and they'd get like halfway, had their health down, and then like. I back up and I'm getting some of my shit back and then I go in for another hit and I miss and then they just hit me five fucking times in a row and kill me. Even though their percent accuracy was like 33%. Yeah. And they just whack me fucking just and there's nothing I can do. And I'm like, why? Why can't I dodge the way that they're dodging? What the fuck? I have a high speed stat. Why are they hitting me like this? My speed stat is higher than their skill stat. This is bullshit.
2: (laughs) I think that maybe showing you the actual mathematic percentage was like a bad decision in some ways because I do kind of think that when you see enemy has 34% chance to hit and then they do hit you, you feel robbed. And when you see I have a 79% chance to hit and you miss, you feel robbed. And you end up getting feeling like you're getting robbed about a quarter of the time, which starts to feel like all the time when it happens yeah. multiple times. And, you go, oh, yeah. and right. I'll say this yeah. too, you-
1: at the end of the game when you're in S class, there are monsters where that percent on every single attack is says 90 no like you're still there says 90 and they're oh, hitting. They're 90. you just have oh, to shit. get lucky on a lot of them.
0: jesus um
2: when i was a kid i remember being tempted to raise a hair just because i'm like you know what i'll just pick a guy that won't get <laughs> hit ever
0: <laughs> the uh the other thing too is like sometimes i would be like why aren't you listening to me you have good loyalty like, yep. I would just hit something and it'd be like, and then it gets smacked in the fucking face. And then did y'all, Nate, I know you ended up creating one of these, but did y'all have the issues with, like, Rock Geiger, which is one of the enemies that you can run into, where it's like, you're whipping Rock his Giger's ass. a golem, Whipping yeah. his ass, whipping his ass. He hits you one time and one yep. shots you.
2: Boom! Rock Rock Geiger and Oakley, man, I feel like were the biggest, like, skill check, kill your young monster yeah. monsters in the game. Yeah. Because Nathan mentioned earlier that... um enemies or if you uh if you get a bad stat like your stress or uh exhaustion goes up too high then it decreases your character's lifespan if your character gets knocked out in combat and you don't surrender before they're knocked out it also decreases their lifespan and has a chance to injure them which lay them up like a month in addition to the damage already done to yeah, their uh, lifespan
0: yeah and if they get real hurt it could be like a month and a half two mm-hmm. months just weeks yeah. just keep going by It's like i hope he comes home soon yeah but yeah, I mean, that's basically all I have to say about it. You guys want to get into ratings? Will, you got anything else you want to say?
2: No, I mean, I feel like that's basically... It. I feel like uh, one thing I said earlier and one thing Nathan hit on a lot is it, there's so much stuff that's just esoteric. It's going on under the hood and it doesn't explain it to you at all. And it, maybe it was meant to sell strategy guides. I didn't even remember ever seeing a Monster Rancher 2 strategy guide. But um, I do feel like this is one of those games that the experience of trying to play it blind and... By yourself, trying to play it with your friends, also playing it, and trying to play it with a game facts guide are three completely yeah. different games. Which yeah. is that's definitely just something that was true of that era, but um, it doesn't mean there's definitely different ways mm-hmm. to experience it. And I wouldn't I wouldn't blame anyone for getting frustrated and looking it up and being like, "How do I extend my guy's lifespan?" Because they're all dying yeah. really <laughs> early, and finding out, yeah, you need a fucking regiment of tablets, nuts, oils, and yeah. leaves the whole time.
0: Yeah. Um. So do you want to give your rating, will? What would you give this game at? Uh,
2: I mean, I'm ultimately going to say... Uh, it, I think that the DX version did a good job of putting some important features in. Importantly, like it meant a lot to me that they were able to get that magic of the CD creation in there instead of putting in a complete... like weird, stupid thing that didn't do it. Like, if it had just been a random number generator or if it had just been type-in fake albums from this list of made-up artists or whatever, it wouldn't have felt the same. I think that nailing the monster creation was incredibly important to getting this game working good. So, as far as uh, QLL stuff in DX, I also think that... uh, I do think that the uh, fast forward feature seemed really important. I didn't actually utilize it, but you guys got further into it than I did. And it's probably, well, I think me and Dalton eventually got the same place, but I feel like still um, the age of the game shows in a lot of ways, but I still feel like it's very satisfying to play. And I think my ultimate grade is going to be based on an average of how I felt about the game when I first played it how I feel about what DX did with this game and how I feel about Monster Rancher 2 as a 25-year-old game. And I think I have to just give it a a (laughs) 7.5. 7.5 guts out of 10 (laughs) floors.
0: All right. All right. Um, And Nate, since you beat it, I'm going to let you go last. Okay. So you probably have the most rounded view of it all. Um, So like Willie said, with nostalgia and with my experience from it this time, and just in the fact that like, they took the time to create some ridiculous-looking monsters for you to randomly find in CD Generation. One that I didn't bring up that I posted in our little chat here in the thing so I could remember. I named him Boozer. Mm-hmm. That's because his upper body, if you look at this picture, is a bottle of booze. His lower body mm-hmm. is a shot glass <laughs> with booze in it. And then his arms and legs are ice cream.
2: Nice. What a us? Like,
0: who the fuck thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, like, just little things like that are going to push this to an eight for me.
1: All right and i'm trying to look at this game through less of a nostalgia um tinted lens i think it's a pretty good game i think it's always been a pretty good game but like you said with all the esoteric bullshit that it throws at you i think that the combat itself isn't super satisfying in this game i don't really like the layout and how the battles actually work in this game very much uh which I think isn't even something we brought up, that it was based
2: on like four different ranges of attacks and then controlling space, pushing and borrowing backwards, and you see the damage yeah, percentages but the Yeah, if you wanted to get
1: really deep and dirty into the mechanics of this game, you could be there for a really long time. That's so very I, I kind of pushed past some of it. So I didn't like the battle mechanics in this game very much. I do think that kind of the hidden stats really take away from the enjoyment of the game quite a bit as well, and just not having a lot of things explicitly told to you like if you want to do good in this expedition your monster needs to be smart like that would have saved a lot of headaches for a 15 year old nathan um so with that being said i do think the game has a lot of redeeming qualities the monsters are really fun i like the monster designs i like the process of training monsters i thought that was really cute and fun i do think it gets a little repetitive especially going the distance like i did starts to get a little bit wears you out a little bit i thought i might go back in and raise a couple more monsters by the time we recorded but once i've won rolled credits i was done skis um i think if i would have stopped earlier i'd have a higher score for this game in perfect honesty i like the game do not get me wrong at all but i'm gonna give this um seven arrowheads out of 10 durahands okay
2: I feel like this is a good range of scores. I feel like all that makes sense.
0: I feel like if I were to remove my nostalgia glasses, I would probably give it right there with a seven, seven and a half, but I don't know, man. Something about the memory of this game just makes me not feel like I can't give it that low. And, little and I understand that feeling completely. Yeah, and Yeah. No.
2: And even back then, I remember feeling like this game was slightly impenetrable, that it was it, he was huge and doing too much, and I was just trying my best to figure it out. And so, like, I don't know, that was part of the magic and the mystery yeah. of it, too. So, like, I just think that maybe in 2022, it's or 2023, which <laughs> is the year it actually is, it, it's a little, um, I don't know, a little just enigmatic in a way that... I don't think everyone's going to enjoy, and I think someone picking up the game for the first time, uh, I think that you enjoy the monster raising of it and all that, but I do think it is, um, it's just it's just a yeah. hard learning curve. He shows it shows its age a lot.
0: I, I do think yeah. that a lot of my nostalgia from this game comes from me and a buddy of mine. So my dad's a big music head, obviously, like hmm. it's in my family, it's in my blood. So we have always had a fuck ton of CDs. Yeah. So me and Emmett used to just go to town pull out one of my dad's stack of cds that was like you know two foot worth of them and then just start seeing what we get seeing what we get see what, what we get and that that waiting for those not not the like i want to call them little dopamine hits but you know what i mean like those little bits of just like oh what's this gonna yeah. be what's this gonna be that little surprise was just always so yeah good. and that was the magic of the game that, man. yeah like yeah. for sure yeah like I remember buying
1: CDs at the time, wondering what I'd get in Monster Rancher if I got this CD, like going to whatever CDs, like I don't know if Best Buy was around back then or not, but just going and looking through the CD collection, like, oh, I bet the CD has an awesome monster on it.
0: And, you know, I feel like I didn't have another experience like that until Guitar Hero. And then I started hearing songs and being like, I wonder how this would track out in Guitar Hero. Mm, Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's just good game good game not great yeah. game agreed good game agreed
2: fine game fine, fine. <laughs>
0: game. now before we get into the questions real quick i'm gonna go get my dick in my hand and take a piss i'll be All right back same just let just whatever Damn me and Nick got back at the same time yeah. <laughs> Alright
1: Well now that that's over we'll hope that um, Whatever that silence reducer Takes care of it
0: <laughs> <laughs> Truncate silence it should
1: Alright let's All move right. into questions From the listeners yeah this first one's a little bit of a beefy boy comes in from our very own team retro check him out on youtube instead of blasting a ton of questions like i normally do i'm gonna list four song albums and i want you to describe it in as much detail as you can what monster you think it would create the first question metallica and justice for all go can i go
2: first on this one A lot of the ones I'm going to do on this are going to be weirder and not, like, necessarily based on Monster Rancher 2. But I absolutely have a Monster Rancher 2 idea for this one. Which is just, I can imagine a Gaboo, which is the uh, monster that's basically two hands and a blobby body. Except it's got a blindfold over the eyes and one of the hands is holding up the Scales of Justice.
1: I like that. I like that too. That's pretty cool. Uh, So my idea for this one is kind of similar, actually. Uh, but instead of being based on a Gaboo, it's based on a golly type, which is the town I mentioned earlier that has, like, the mask and the cape, and that's it. And just with that mask, instead of just being, like, a sun-shaped mask, it kind of has, like, the uh, Statue of Liberty-esque thing going with it. And then it Ooh. it has, like, a little move where it pulls out the torch, because, like, they can, like, generate a like light-based arm, that's something I didn't mention about them earlier, that holds out the Statue of the um, Torch. Pull it back in.
2: That'd be cool. I like that.
0: <clears throat> so I think mine would be a golem. Nice. Because it's hard rock. <laughs> and then I think his name would be Dyer.
2: Dyer, like Dire Z. And
0: yeah, he or- would be not quite black, but blackened.
2: <laughs> oh, that's good shit. Okay, go. right, so you did you did yours on the album title track like titles.
1: That's good. Alright. And the next I can't wait for next this. Next one time. I have a bad joke for this one. Uh the next one is the album Hysteria by Def Leopard. Alright, I'll guess I'll start with my really bad joke. That's gonna be my answer. Just
0: do it. We yeah. know so you are going So you know with you've this. all heard the,
1: the joke, what has nine arms and sucks. That's Def Leopard. So my answer is a color pandora, which is basically like these little three dog things with legs, just with one of the legs cut off. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Okay. Um, I, I was gonna go uh, a a saurian right with leopard print skin but it's missing an
1: <laughs>
0: <arm>. <laughs> and maybe the other arm is holding a
1: photograph I don't want <laughs>
0: Willie hates us right
1: now go ahead Willie <laughs> yeah Willie pour some sugar on <laughs> us I wanted-
2: well, did, that was where my punchline oh, was supposed to I'm be, so, sorry. so. You just absolutely <laughs> bit my joke. Nope, you don't get an answer <laughs> oh, for this right. one.
1: So the third question. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Is the album American Idiot by Green Day?
0: Oh, man. Okay, so, like, you, you put in the American Idiot CD, and it loads up, and it loads in a monster, and it's just a JPG file format picture of Nate. Ah, <laughs> oh, I got roasted. <laughs> Or No, but in in serious, um, probably a – what are they called? Gabby. Yeah. Yeah, one of those guys just holding, like, a big, bleeding heart grenade.
2: Son of a bitch. I wanted to do one based on the album art for that one, too. That was exactly (laughs) what I was thinking.
1: Not even joking.
0: I'm just going to lie and say that that's
1: also Uh, what I was thinking. So (laughs) we can move (laughs) on to the last question, Um, which is the album Blood Sugar Sex Magic by the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: Hold on, I have one more for American Idiot. Do a a a, a Durham a Durham mm-hmm. or whatever, but make him look like Jesus and name him Suburbia. <laughs> okay, continue.
1: Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, so now Blood Sugar Sex Magic by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Is that that's that, that's the album we give it away? Yes, it, right.
2: I, say, I thought that was give it away What or yeah. under the bridge, right? Under the bridge. Yeah. Um. I didn't actually come up with anything for this. So, so my beforehand.
1: immediate so. thought was the monster called. The Skipper, which is looks like a basically like a little raccoon guy because he's just kind of a little gremlin, you know what I mean? And I feel like the album just makes gives off big gremlin energy, so I'm just imagining a very red version of that
0: monster. Okay, um, the picture I posted is a little dude in the swimsuit. (laughs) So you get him, but instead of wearing goggles, he's just got big, wide cocaine <laughs> eyes, and instead of instead of his little swim trunks, he's just got a cock sock on. Yep. Nice. Yep.
2: Terrible. Horrible. <laughs> I like that. That that old school red really hot chili peppers vibe.
0: And I need it. I need it to have swing physics, even if it's rudimentary. <laughs> nice. I need it to move back and forth during the battles.
2: <laughs> uh. I'm choking on this one. I had answers for the first couple, and you guys okay. actually didn't – uh, couldn't think of anything. I guess I'm just going to ah, have to give it away. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> um, I say then a little, like little hair-type character, but make it look like a flea. his mm.
2: name a <laughs> flea. See, I wanted to do a flea joke, and I couldn't think of a cute – yeah, a hair would have made sense. I, I was trying to workshop a flea joke in my head, and I, I couldn't <laughs> – I I
0: he's, he's a nihilist. That.
2: <laughs> That's right. He, flea did play one of the nihilists in uh, Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome.
1: All right. Our next question comes in from Aries or Adam. Check out his uh, podcast, Revival and Extinction. His question, specifically for at Turtle Bear, man, that's me. As it was on his mind, in Dragon Quest, is there ever a time when you A, complete a quest for a dragon, B, fight a dragon, or C, the main character is a dragon? It doesn't need to be answered on air. Oh, but it is going to be answered on air, Adam. <laughs> so, yes, uh, the one that I can think of immediately is in Dragon Quest 1. You do fight a dragon to save Princess Gwendolyn or Gwelyn or whatever her name was.
2: It was Gwelyn and the final boss also can take a dragon form at the end of the game. Also, in Dragon Quest 3, there's a spell called Be dragon which turns your main character oh, into a dragon. Oh,
1: nice.
2: So, I guess completed quest for a dragon is the yeah, one Yeah, I don't have an answer for him.
1: that one, but... There are a lot of dragons in Dragon Quest, believe it or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, there All are. Right.
1: And you kill a bunch of them. So the next question in comes from one turtle bear man. Okay. So. <laughs> if you were a monster in Monster Rancher 2, what three stats would you dump most of your training in to match your IRL personality?
2: That's tough because I have no life. I have no skills. I was hoping someone would laugh at that. Good lord, they're just <laughs> like, "Yeah, we
0: agree." No, I'm sorry, I was reading the skills so I could put in Todd for my. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't have a life either. I think
2: uh, I would. i just boring, but I would probably be skill int uh, defense. Yes,
0: yeah. I think that that tracks pretty well. Uh, I think I would be skill int power. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a life, and I'm kind of squishy. for me my monster would be probably pretty bad
1: but i think mine would go into power because you know i love lifting and all that fun stuff Int because i've reckoned myself a kind of smart guy and then life because i'm going to live forever as long as you're not
0: stressed out (laughs) damn it i'm stressed now (laughs) (laughs) i uh quickly because i'm looking i was like i pulled up a screenshot so i could see the skills and i remembered that i ran into a monster randomly it was some kind of naga and it was called punisher and it looked evil as fuck and its power was nice nice i was like all right so it is evil that's what's up cool cool all right and their next one comes
1: in from adam as well his question was is there any other monster rancher media and if so would you give it a go
2: I think we've splashed a couple of these mentions on the episodes, but I think the main series went from 1 to 4 at least. Uh 1 and 2 on the PlayStation, 1 and 3 and 4 on the PlayStation 2. There's also a more recent game called um Monster Rancher Ultra Kaiju I, I think, think it's, that it's is. It's Ultra Kaiju
0: Monster Rancher. Like
2: Okay, which is based on monsters from the Ultraman Super Sentai series or not Super Sentai. Uh, what what's the word for it's when it's like Super Tokusatsu? The um Ultraman Tokusatsu series. And uh, also, there was an animated series during the height of the Pokemon Digimon times, which um, was probably easily the worst of the three between Pokemon Digimon and Monster Rancher. But you know, hey,
0: let's still give it a go.
2: Monster Rancher fans had a cartoon too. I don't,
0: I don't think it's a super long anime series, so like you could bust it out and make your own, make your own uh, decision on it. But yeah, uh, yeah, there's some stuff out there. Um, I, I personally really want to play that Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher. Because my argument was always, I wish the monsters in Monster Rancher were bigger. You can't get much fucking bigger than Kaiju. so Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all the answers I had. The
1: only thing that really jumped out to me was the anime, which I also don't remember being great. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah. I remember it existing, and it, it also, I think, was a four-kid mm-hmm. stub or something, too. So, it may have been one of those things where it was also suffering from the same thing as all yeah. the other ones we grew up on.
1: <laughs> Next question comes from... Mr. Puzzles, Dane, what flavor do you think Monster Ranch would impart into a garden salad? Probably salty. <laughs> yeah. Salty. I can imagine being a little bit spicy as well. Like, get a little heat kick into your salad with that little ranch flavor. Maybe like a Chipotle ranch. Chipotle ranch. Maybe like a Chipotle yeah.
2: ranch. That was actually my first instinct, but then I started to think about it, and I got mad because, is this a ranch or a garden? <laughs> Pick one. What are we raising here?
0: Fair all right all we know is that it's in the hidden valley yep. right? it's in the hidden valley for sure yeah
1: and our final <laughs> question oh i love the hidden valley oh <laughs> this week comes in from brian 414 having never played monster rancher i'm curious what would you like to see improved upon or done differently in future installments of the game
2: so i think i might be the only one in this group that's played. Uh, more than one of the mainline series. Because I did actually have Monster Rancher 4. And I think I mentioned earlier on here that the subtypes of Monster Ranger 4, instead of being based on the base species, are actually based on the regions of the world. So there's like a tropical version, a desert version, a plains version, or whatever. And I actually think the way that Monster Ranger 1 and 2 did it was superior, where the subtype was literally just based on a different monster species. So what I would really love would be if the even if they used fewer total base species, if they made it a full round robin where every crossover awesome. was possible.
1: That would be really yeah. cool. Personally, my big thing I would like to see in point Willie, you can tell me if it was or not in four. Um, is just the battle system in general. I'd kinda like to see a full reworking of it. It's been long enough since I
2: played okay. it that I really don't remember how the four battle felt, but I, I wanna say I think you had less direct control before, okay. but I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, I think the battle system could use some improvement, Brian, from
0: my perspective. That is my main takeaway as well, is that the battle system could be improved and um, maybe give it a a bit more explanation in a tutorial.
1: A lot less hidden stats and things like that, and just a little bit more regard for the player. (laughs) Be nice.
2: I'm not even worried about hidden stats so much as just like, I feel like hints, tutorial, active, teaching you as you're going along would be better. Because I feel like this game was more like a bunch of walls you broke down, which is, you know, it's an older school game design. And right. I don't think that's invalid. But I think if you wanted to make, you know, Monster Rancher 2023, you would want to um, bring yeah. it up a different way.
1: And that's a wrap for um, listener questions. Dalton, got anything else you want to do to take us home?
0: Yeah, I was I was looking to see if Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher has released, actually, like, released over here. Mm. Um, and it says the North American release date was eventually confirmed to be the same date, which I guess was July 24th of last year. But it is Nintendo Switch. Ah. The ah. Boo. Ported to PC, goddammit. I want to play it. I, got, I have a Switch. I mean, I could play it. But, you know. Yeah, you but know. you've decided <laughs> to be a bitch instead. Yeah. Yeah. P- PCMR. PCMR. Um. Nah, I guess that's just uh, leaves the...
1: House cleaning? Uh,
0: house house cleaning. Just need to pull up the right page for that. Yeah, here we go. All right, if you would like to join the Discord, which is what I very much recommend you do, especially if you want to come peek at some of these monsters that we were talking about that I posted pictures of in the show chat, um, bit.ly slash T-S-M-P Discord, all capital letters. You want to check out the website, which, by the way, big fucking shout out to our homeboy, Dane. Who is going to be um helping me set up a thing that is going to automate uploads to the website a- oh, and youtube so nice. hopefully Excellent. those will Love be uh, it on YouTube, caught up here soon dude. his only request was that we let him guest on the show every now and then between TSP and Yazpod, and i was like fucking absolutely yeah, great, great guest host so if you want yeah, to hear dude, dane yeah. go back and listen to I the to have next Revengers
2: time hell episode.
0: and we'll touch on well we'll touch on that in a second um so if you want to check out the website, bit.ly slash the Steam Machine Podcast, just capitalize it phonetically. Um, Patreon's patreon.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast. Uh, if you would like to donate some money, that would be rad. And if you donate $10 or more, you get your name read on each and every episode like these wonderful wonderful people nate sir cogsworth the seventh of juniper jeff the original expendable mr syllables old nickname man himself old jeffy lube Areser adam shout out to his podcast revival and extinction james the steam machine hall monitor hall team retro check him out over on youtube and um mr puzzles himself dane we thank you all very much big ups um thank you big ups uh, shout out to Yabs Pod, yet another BS podcast that I do weekly with my buddy Jeremy. If you want to check that out, you can uh, search "Yet Another BS Podcast" wherever you get your shows. Also, shout out to the JRPG Report. Hey, you a JRPG fan? You like the you want a concise place for weekly or bi-weekly sometimes depending on the amount you just want to like get the news without any without any uh, extra bull crap. Check me out over on the JRPG Report. It's completely family friendly. You can listen to that show around your uh, around your kids. Um, Yabs Pod. Don't listen to this in the same house with your kids. Don't listen to that with anyone <laughs> present.
2: <laughs>
0: headphones. Um,
2: actually, just leave your headphones on the ground and press play and then leave. Yeah,
0: You can, you can download it and give us the download. Then you can just delete it. If, like. um, if you want to get a shirt, tsmpproductions.threadless.com. There are some shirts up now for uh, Steam Machine Podcast. And we've got some YazPod designs up there now, too. The most recent YazPod one I thought was actually pretty cool that Jeremy made. It's like an NWO style mm-hmm. logo with the abs pod curious if we'll get hit with a cease and desist from wwe but we're not that popular so i don't think they'll care it's like we sold one wwe would you like this cut of five dollars that i got from it because <laughs> i'll give you 250 How they'll, about gi-
2: that? they'll give you a season these nuts season
0: these nuts <laughs> season these nuts um and if you like the show music which is eat your heart out jock buns which is the opening song and the closing track is jock buns you've saved the show again by Nile the nightmare you can check me out over at nilethenightmare.bandcamp.com. the nightmare dot and finally, if you would, please leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts uh, or leave us a thumbs up on Spotify. It does really help us in the algorithm to help more people find our show. We very much appreciate it. Boys, is there anything that you would like to plug before we get out of here? Got nothing for
1: you.
2: Yeah. um, I know last week or last episode, we were bemoaning the fact that I went all clean-shaven and stuff. So I got to say, I think that I'd like to give a shout out <laughs> to my hair follicles, which seem to be doing a pretty good job after yeah. two weeks of growth.
0: Yeah. 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 Two weeks of growth, you have already outdone what I've been doing for six months. So uh, I do uh, sucks to suck skill, skill issue. Skill Get, issue. Good <laughs> Get good scrub. I do want to say here at the end, um, you you Try can jumping. go listen to the Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. Metal Gear. Yeah, he said it right. yeah, I said that right. Um, yes. Episode with day. You said it exactly
2: right, and got confused that you said it's right a weird the first title. Dude.
0: <laughs> it is a weird title. It's a lot of. I'm so holes. used to saying Metal Gear Solid that I'm like Metal Gear Rise. That doesn't sound right. Um, but if you want to listen to Dan on that, you can, or you can check us out on the next episode here in two weeks, where we will be covering Near Automata or Automata Automata. I don't know how you want to say it. I call it Automata. Near old which was the winner of our last fan poll. And speaking of the fan poll, we have a new one up because Near coming up, and that's our game. It closed out the last poll. With uh, a winning score of 11 votes. Um, after I took my vote away, Kingdom Hearts won the uh, the poll. So we'll be playing that eventually, uh, diving into some old Disney stuff. Um, let me go ahead and say right up in the bat, I don't expect either of you to beat Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Just just try to enjoy it. You know, all right, that's all cool. I have. <laughs> but we got a new poll up, boys. And this new poll that is up already has a tie. All right. So the new poll we got. Your your selections A through E in this order: Stalker, Shadow of Chernobyl, Sweet. Wrestling Sweet. Empire, Fun, Code Vane.
2: Want to see that character creator? <laughs> that would be cool.
0: Yeah, Code Vane is basically anime Dark Souls for people who don't know. Yeah. Um, D is Middle Earth, Shadow Sick. of Mordor. Nice. And E is Shadow Blade. Which looks Reload. really fun. Now, cool. the yeah, the two um, underdogs in this are definitely probably going to be Wrestling Empire and Shadow yeah. Blade Reload. Um, But there is a tie right now between Stalker and Shadow of Mordor. So we got Shadow of Chernobyl and Shadow (laughs) of Mordor are tied. So we're might we're gonna have a real Shadow episode, (laughs) probably.
2: Get 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 your metal core on (laughs) because Shadows fall.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness! Uh, And with that joke, I'm now laying here as I lay dying. I'm going to (laughs) yeah, because I shot you with a bullet for my Valentine. (laughs) Uh, Atreyu. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh so yeah, the next episode will be on Near Automata. I am stoked. Um all I can say to you boys about that game, Willie got to kind of see this a little bit on Discord, is that this game is a mashup of a bunch of weird genres you don't think would meld together and they fucking meld together quite well. Mm. And also, this game is fucking hard. <laughs> there is no shame in playing on easy i am going to play this fucking game on easy because i played it on normal and got my dick knocked into the dirt and had to start all over on the first level so there are no checkpoints on the first level on normal mode so you get all the way to that last boss kills you congratulations you can do it all over <laughs> again skill
2: issue grub interface facial her next time scrub <laughs>